Pete, one of our best friends, died. That is true. It uh, has been. We, this is our first episode in a little bit. Um, recently, a uh, week and a half ago, within the past two weeks, uh, Nicole, who was elite, elite, but untouchable level, like brought like us OG. the Kinsey scale. Yeah, yeah did everything for it. Like she was. She was in on the the email game. She was she would let us know if we were doing like she was totally. If anybody got the brunch brand, it was Nicole, and she she would like give us she would give us content, mm-hmm. but and she loved the show, but she would not be afraid to call us out on anything that we were wrong about. Exactly, and if she it was, was ruthless sometimes. If, if it too. was wrong, if it was off brand, if it was something she thought should not be on the show, she was basically. Uh, we've got a few of these, fortunately, none like her, but uh, a producer of the show who... I was just going to say, like, she would have been a great producer of the show because she would have fucking kept us in check and all she, the time. She would have lined up guests. Yep. She would have... Uh, oh, God, the things. Um, but yeah, she was awesome about... If there was like a segment we did and we were like, how do we feel about that? She'd be the person that you'd wake up in the morning and you'd have the tweet of like, don't do that segment again. Yep. And... <laughs> She um, she was obviously very big on hockey Twitter, and yeah. that's how she got into the podcast, like a lot of you uh, thankfully do. And she was just the best. I was actually, I don't DM a lot, but I was DMing with her about uh, just a bunch of things the previous week. And she, she died early last week, and uh, this was a... This was a nobody saw it coming type yeah. thing. I uh, Gorms, who... So I did not know this. There is a, uh, it's not necessarily a subreddit. It's the text message version of a subreddit. There is a, there is a, yeah, there's like a thread of very devout brunch listeners, Gorms, Nicole among them. And uh, I'd gotten some DMs from Gorm early last week. And if I get DMs, I legitimately don't look at them. I just see that I received them and I say, next time I'm on Twitter, I'll look at them. So... I received them. It was like, it wasn't that late, but it was latish one night. And then I was like, oh, got a few things from Gorms. I'll check them in the morning because I just wasn't, I wasn't in a Twitter mood. And then I read them and I was like, wait, what in the heck? Mm-hmm. And later that week, it was weird because obviously we talked about it as soon as we found out. And we were like, what do we do on the podcast about this? Because you also have to, I felt like I was like, if we're going to talk about this, we should also check with her family right. and everything like that. So, and uh, nobody like we found out and like, nobody was saying anything. Right. And, like since then it's been on Twitter. A lot of people, cause she's formed like relationships with a lot of people on yes, Twitter and was yeah. very active. And so like when the news came out, I started to see that like a lot of people were saying saying stuff about it. So uh, I'm glad that we didn't do anything before that. Yeah, right. Like I mean that that's obviously not a thing where um, <laughs> it's really sensitive. Right. Yeah. Like we're we're not trying to break that news right, or whatever. No. We're just trying to uh, to properly. I I, th- I would think that a lot of people who listen are aware. Like we probably don't talk about <laughs> her. We probably didn't talk about her enough on the podcast. But I'm sure. Enough people, whether they follow us on Twitter or whatever, or uh, do listen to every episode, I'm sure there's been some way, shape, or form that they've interacted with her. So when it did, it did come out. It came out late last week, and it was like all my timeline was everybody who I didn't even know had any sort of interaction right. with her. But it did make sense because a lot of our Twitter, whether or not it's um, whether or not it's specific to us is in some way, shape, or form hockey Twitter. Yeah, it, so, it's so true. There's it, like a big overlap. Right. Um, even I saw a thing, I saw like Diarrhea Planets uh, labeled tweeted something the other day about like their confusion with how much shit they get from people on hockey Twitter because hockey Twitter for some reason likes Diarrhea Planet. Yep, and it's, like, banned. it's like that type of effect. <laughs> yeah. Like hockey twitter you just get sucked in whether you like it or not right you can just be very confused as to why you're involved in it (laughs) right so uh i mean she was she was really great she was um (laughs) she uh liked uh she liked a lot of our like hot guys versus weathermen takes uh i remember her it was either her bio or her pinned tweet or something but for a long time it was my sexuality could best be described as and it was the uh the fucking shrugging guy. oh really yeah <laughs> um so 
it sucks. Uh, it sucks that she's gone. It sucks for everybody that uh, that knew her. She she does not live in the area, so we weren't able to to go to anything Services. or whatever. But uh, it's 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 just such a weird fucking thing. When it's such a weird feeling because neither of us has has met her. Correct. Mm-hmm. I haven't met her. You haven't right. met her. Uh, and there aren't that many people on Twitter that like. If you were to say like this person, yeah, there aren't a lot of people like I would know just by name, right? So when you sent me the text being like, "Yo, I think this happened," yeah, I was like, "No yeah. way!" Like I wouldn't get that feeling from a lot of people. There's, I mean, there's in in for our purposes, there's probably five to ten of those people. Like That's Gorms, what I'm ETD, there's not, yeah, right. Nicole, like like I can't even think of more past that. I'm right. sure there there are. Like when you're like tweeting with somebody on Twitter, it's a lot of the times it's just like if you don't know them, it's just like a profile. It's right. just like a it's an avatar or yeah. whatever. But like Nicole was one of those people that like you literally legitimately like formed like a relationship with. Yeah, I um so I I follow very few people who I don't personally no mm-hmm. um i actually th- i think that the only one is etd yeah i know yeah <laughs> um i mean th- that was us for a like, while literally before we knew each other that but like also i literally have no clue like what his age is i don't have any no, idea right. who he is yeah like that's the, like i don't yeah like uh, if you follow somebody and you don't know them there's like a good chance that you'll find out like a little bit of information over time yeah you still have absolutely no idea who that person is i think a lot of our strongest base is um college to fresh out of college mm-hmm. and i don't you could be 101 years old as long as you listen and buy some merch i <laughs> i fucking love you but um yeah she was like <laughs> One of those, uh, if the, if this isn't a term, it should be trusted follower, yeah. which means if they respond to you, you owe it to them to talk to the, like, right. you, you can't be like, oh, I'm not on. Can't blow them off. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like you feel personally bad. Right. Because you're like, like this person is in some way, shape of, or form in my life. Right. Like that's if, if Gorms tweets a question at me and I don't respond to it, which I'm sure I do because that's just the fucking way I've become with all sorts of communication period but uh if gorms like tweets a question at me i'm gonna fucking answer him because gorms like gorms my little he's my man yeah you know he's my he's my handsome little boy (laughs) um so yeah that was just a fucking it was a really really weird one to chew on and then it was even weirder when you saw a few days later once everybody else was reacting to it because I don't know. It was very... It, it was it, just like a gut punch, really. Yeah, right? And I was um, in... It was so weird. In DMing with her the previous week, we were talking about something completely different. It was on the 4th of July. I was stone sober. Um, I don't know what uh, she, what was going on with her, but she was saying another Bruntouchable was having a rough time. And she was saying, like... If you can talk to them, send them an email or stuff. And not to tell tales out of school, if you guys are ever going through shit, like send us an email or something. Yeah. We're we're not always great about getting back right away, but we don't think we can help with much shit. But if if, if we, we can, can yeah. if there if for some reason you think that we can ever help with anything, like really fucking try us. So anyway, we were talking about how somebody was having a rough time and I brought up the thing that I think I've said on this podcast is depression is like allergies. You don't fuck like if you don't have them, it stinks that you really can't identify with what that person's going through. Mm-hmm. So as somebody who has had ups and downs, if if I know that somebody I know is going through anything, I'm like if there's anything I have to say, I'll say it to try to help them out. So we were talking about that and um yeah, uh, however many days later. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. And they always, I mean, like, everybody always says, like, you can never see it coming. Right. Which is, like, it's true. But, again, I, like, and I was having this conversation after the fact. It's just, like, never could have seen it coming or whatever. There's not, like, a lot that, that many people can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
like one one thing that's really cool and like you said like if, if you're having any issues reach out one thing that's really cool is just like knowing that this like however stupid this podcast is like it was something that she really enjoyed and was like oh, a yeah. good thing in her life yeah so that's cool yeah it's um and i mean as I, I think that what she liked about it, I mean, it was in her review when she left it, um, which was just like two guys are just basically dumping out all their neuroses right. on you. So whether or not you have the same neuroses as us, and I think not a lot of people do, but uh, which is why I think that we're a very specific kind of niche podcast, which I would not fucking have any other way. Um, I mean, I'm never surprised by anything, any. Any, like, issue a person could have, any uh, neurosis a person <laughs> could have, just because, like, I'm old enough that I've seen too much shit in my life. And that... found out too much shit about other people and, like, yourself. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's, at this point, you have to reach a point in time where you're just never surprised by anything. Right. And one of those things is, and I, believe me, I've had some, I've had some dark days, you're, you never have it the worst. And that's mm-hmm. the that's the toughest fucking thing to get through your head because a lot of times when you do think you have it the worst, even if you know you don't, you don't fucking care because you're like, it's I mean, when I when I get down in the dumps, I am very, very um I just kinda have uh blinders on. Everything is just specific to me and I don't care if other people are also going through shit like what I'm going through fucking sucks and that's the only Mm -hmm. thing i want to spend time on so when when these things happen and people say like oh how could this person do that again it's hard to really know somebody else's despair and if it's despair then that shit's heavy you don't wish it on anybody but uh it's just it stinks because i i really didn't i would i i think i said this on a previous episode i have good uh i have good like blues dar where if you're like, hey, that, that person's that person's been having a rough few weeks or whatever, I like to think that I can tell. Yeah. Um, I feel with, like I can tell with yeah. you. You can tell with me. Dude, I've said that I, – I've not said this before, and I should. I think that the most impressive thing in the world is that you have been able to do uh, weekly to now bi-weekly thing with me, anything with me for – like a year and a half now because there have definitely been weeks specifically this year where I've just not wanted to fucking do anything, not wanted to speak to anybody. Yeah. And like, you really have to fucking like ride the wave, shake me yeah. and like slap me in the face to get me going. And for anybody, I I'm sure people who are listening can identify with this, but um, if you're really having a rough time or if you're going through something or just if something happens, whatever it happens to be. And a lot of people don't know this. For me, at least, like when I'm really depressed, a lot of times it's not a specific thing. It's not like, oh, this happens and I'm sad over this. It's just for whatever reason, I'm just not feeling great that right happened. now. Yeah, yeah, that happens. It doesn't necessarily need to be like a specific incident or right, specific like, thing. Yeah. It's just like a funk. Yeah, like I, like I, I feel like I definitely don't have it to the extent that you have. Right, but like I think everybody, everybody has like funks. Yeah, and like a lot of the times you just can't fucking explain it. I know it's uh, that's probably the most frustrating thing. Yeah, is like at least if something happens, you can pinpoint it on on that thing. For right, like why you feel bad. The last time that I saw a uh, therapist, which I haven't seen a therapist in a while, solely out of she changed which. Uh, which uh, insurance she took, and she was like, "Well, if you're on this plan or whatever, and then if 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 we can't see each other, you can go to this person, blah blah." And this is fucking you classic. You me. weren't trying to go to see somebody else. I was huh? like, "That sounds like a whole fucking yeah. thing. Like, I'm gonna have to. Am I gonna have that to like sign you. something and send it you. in? You know, for as much shit as I give Felger, I am. He and I are very similar in the like. Am I gonna, am have, I to gonna have to do a two small, more minutes? Right? Yeah. Like, is there going to be a tiny little inconvenience? Felger won't use shit if it asks him to log in. Do you know really? that? Really? <laughs> if Felger, if 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 there is any sort of service that's like put in your name and password, he's like, oh no, no thanks, like, right? fucking what what is this just let me do this thing so i am a huge baby in that regard so that's that's why i don't see a therapist anymore bad, which man. is totally fucked <laughs> especially bad. but yeah because like uh not to sound so you don't watch rest of development so you won't get this reference but uh tobias one time says uh i think he's talking about why he's on un- why he's been unemployed for so long and he starts with uh 
I don't want to blame it all on 9-11. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, I don't want to blame it all on Trump. But, like, since, since like, election day, I've just kind of... I've been, I've been riding a wave. And that fucking happens. I don't wish it on people. And, again, this is not the fucking Woe Is Me podcast. But uh, the last time... But I, the point is, I've not seen a therapist through this. I uh, The last time I saw a therapist... Um, Everything was actually going great, and uh, she was like, so, uh, what's wrong that you'd like to talk about? And I was like, nothing. nothing. I was like, I, I like my job, I like my friends, I like everything is, is okay. She was like, so then why are you here? And I was like, because in fucking a week and a half yeah. or something. That's for a weird us, thing some, for a therapist to right. say. Like, therapist should know better than anybody. Right. That, like, you can have good days and bad days. Right. I was like, for some unexplainable reason, <laughs> I'm going to be, like, shuttered in my apartment, like, not answering my phone and not yeah. talking to anybody. Um, and, God. Uh, so, that's uh, some some fun little depression talk. But in all seriousness, like, I... And this is kind of a weird thing to call. Like we've, you've never had to say to me, um, like, fucking get your ass going. Like let's fucking go. There have been a couple of times where it's kind of had to be implied. Well, I've basically like there's come points where I was just like, are you are you okay? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Like is <laughs> like you're usually at this speed. You are noticeably at a different speed. Yeah. Are you What's getting up? back to this speed, or are you staying at this speed? Like, how <laughs> how do we rectify this? And that's the thing, too. Like, I was talking about this with one of my friends who's also going, um, who's just also had, like, a little rough go of it. Um, it's, it's really easy to just maintain and tread water when you're doing, like, okay to not great. And that, to me, is kind of like the – it's like being a – it's like being the 10th best team in the NBA. You can – if if you're you not going to actively yeah. do something about that, you can stay there for a long fucking time. And chances are the only place you will go is down, but it might take a while and it might be gradual. Yeah. So that's a tough thing, too, where, like, to be, like – you know what? I'm, like the L.A. Clippers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like I'm I'm getting by here. Like, what do I do? Do I keep doing what I'm doing? Do I keep? Uh, do we just keep re-signing all right, these players? Yeah. And... Do I keep seeing the same people I'm yeah. seeing? Do I keep uh, drinking or smoking or whatever the same things that I'm doing? Uh, do I keep eating the same things that I'm doing? Uh, or do I fucking do I? trade blake griffin yeah do i you know like right do i like legitimately (laughs) blow it up and maybe be bad navigate my life right so that's a fucking tough thing to do too and it is funny like whenever um again i'm gonna keep saying i I hope that people identify with this but i i think they will whenever you are doing like great excellent even there is kind of that, like <clears throat> at least with me. Are you just like waiting for something? Right. It's like you're. You should be cognizant of. It's like a high their, shooting percentage. You know, it's not sustainable. Exactly. Like people are gonna start coming up to me and telling me that I'm on pace for 90 goals, and I'm yeah. like, Let's I'm finishing the season with 17 guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is. I, I've scored 10 in the last 10 games, but I know there's this however is many not games gonna stay the same. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna be demoted <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm not going to be even on this team for the rest of the year. So, um, really, just a a bummer of a week for us. It, just a, a weird thing to react to because because I'm a vain person. Uh, I took that news, and that kind of made me think about all sorts of shit. And you try to get in other people's heads, and you and you wonder what what could have been done differently, and unfortunately i don't believe in i don't believe in god if you do i totally respect you you being crazy that's we're we're totally respectful of our insane listeners but i just think a weird thing for this podcast to have on its belt is that neither of us believe in god if oh my god well if i get depressed enough you know that my solution's gonna end up being that i end up believing in god yeah oh yeah i'm gonna turn to the fucking bible Okay. I'm going to say, like, 
here's my alcohol, and I'm going to hold up like the Bible. It'd be like, I, I traded in, uh, t- I traded in like Jim Beam for Jim, who was a disciple. It's <laughs> pretty sure there's no Jim disciple, but uh, I think that I was going to, I yeah. like that if like this, if things get bad enough for the both of us, this is just going to become a religious podcast. It would be great to have a, we should have some religious episodes where both of us were like, all right, going in, letting you know. No clue about religion. Not interested in it. Don't believe in it. Let's talk a little religion. How, what do you think? Uh, what does God do? You think? Or we just fucking uh, if like we review movies, yeah. we should just like review uh, Bible verses or vi- Bible psalms or what? What are, what are they called? The uh, chapters. They're uh, called. I'm trying to think of. I was explaining this to a friend recently. I was explaining the thing that we like to do, which is talk, speak with authority about things, things we that have no neither of us, <laughs> neither of us know. Just on the off chance that one of you guys listening knows everything about what we're saying and is fucking livid to hear yeah. it. You know what I? They're called at? Bible episodes. Yes, that's right. They're called yes. They're called uh, well, they're webisodes. <laughs> webisodes. <laughs> Bible webisodes. Yeah. Um, but uh, and comedians the... in car getting religion. Yes. Yeah. That's the title of the episode for sure. Bible <laughs> webisodes. Um, and uh, I was ex- one of my favorite things to do is if you're at any bar in Harvard Square. This is kind of dated now. It doesn't work anymore. I used to love to loudly say, and this is where they filmed that part of the social network. If you're in really? any bar in Harvard Square, because you know in the beginning of Social Network, where he has he's talking to that girl, yeah, uh, Rooney Mara. Oh, that's and, who that was. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and she tells him off, and yeah. she says that. That's a group. I love that's her a, line. That's a fucking amazing scene when she says, uh, "Like you're going to go through life thinking that girls don't like you yep. because you're a nerd." Girls won't like you because you're an asshole. Yes. That was <laughs> a big, that was kind of a coming of age uh, thing. And I, I think that that's something that if, if you think like, oh, I'm a nerd or like I'm this, I'm that, like I'm, I'm fat, I got bad skin or whatever. People it's are fu- just going to hate you because you think that about yourself. You're right. Like you come to find it always kind of boils down to your personality. Yep. Like if, again, I've seen too much shit in my life that I'm never surprised by who's attractive, uh, who's attracted to whom or what people like in other people. So that's so true that like that that I could see Mark Zuckerberg at that age being like all these girls are like I'm sure he called the bitches like yeah. all these girls are bitches because like just because they don't know how to code and it's like nah you just seem like a You're huge just a fucking dick. dick <laughs> right? Like you kind of seem like a dick. You probably could have hooked up with Rooney Mara there, but you chose not to. Um so yeah, but I would love to to <laughs> loudly say every time I was in any Harvard Square bar. And this is where they shot that scene in the social network because chances are it's not where they shot that scene. Definitely not. And you're probably among a lot of Harvard people. You know what people love from Harvard? Harvard people. They love Harvard. Harvard. Yeah. yeah, Harvard trivia. Uh, did you watch? You d- you didn't have time to watch uh, Friends from College, huh? I watched two episodes last night. Uh, what would you think? I liked it. It's I'm good. Excited. Yeah. It is fucking good. It got some. It got some uh, not so great reviews. It got some confusing reviews. It got some unanimous. Anonymous. It got some unanimous. Oh, I should also say that when I walked in today, you remarked that uh, you've never seen me look so tired. Yep. And I told you I was trying to hide it, which is impressive because I've been on like a a week long ben- bender. And I know. You look worse than I do. I, this really is like a fucking. Role reversal <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, I'm I'm psyched that you went on a week long bender though. You, I, I really cannot say enough how I think that you do for the most part. I think that you do everything right. I think that like you've done adulthood life, uh, like adulthood the right way. I think that the way you are with your money is good. I think like all these fucking things. I think that like you handle things the way that you should, which is funny because. Uh, no matter what, I think that the internet's general, like the people who don't know you, would just see like you as idiot. a little shit. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. which is definitely a like. Ignorant child who doesn't know how to do anything in well, life. Well, I think that there's like 30% of ourselves, I think, that on the internet we heighten that and that kind yeah. of makes our brand or whatever. And you definitely play to like the little shit yep. thing. Where in real life, like. If one of my friends met you and was like, so that Blackburn's a little shit, huh? I'd be like, that's a weird, that's, like, that wouldn't be the first thing I'd say about him. 
but like that's a little thing that you like to, to yeah. access. So if people see you as like, oh, like he's the the guy that's making these jokes, writing these funny things or whatever, uh, I think that they wouldn't know that you're just like remarkably responsible and like a, a pretty pragmatic person who thinks things through and makes good <laughs> decisions. So I think that you have handled uh, your fun employment miraculously. Like it's I been, could not have planned it better myself. It has been uh, an experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an adventure. And you're uh, ready to keep it going. Yeah. I, I mean, like I, I'm doing my best to uh, keep a, a little bit of a balance because I don't want to go on. I don't want to go off the deep end and enjoy the fun employment too much. Uh, I think I did that this past week where I kind of just like ignored everything yeah. in my life and just I love that just though. partied for like a week straight in Maryland. Um, but yeah, no, I'm trying to find like the balance of like, hey, maybe I should stay active on this on this job front uh, and and then also kind of enjoy the time off that I have. Not to steal like a barstool line, but I would go on Twitter at work and just like seeing you not in my timeline for your sake made me so happy. Yes. It was like such like a go Pete go thing. Like he is fucking on the beach right now and not does not give one shit about Twitter or like because you you please the masses like people want shit from you on Twitter. If there are certain people that if they disappear from Twitter, it's like. To go, yeah, you've been oh, that's for a fine. little while. Like, you were okay with making people's Twitter experiences worse <laughs> for your benefit. And I think that that is an ex- not to not to make this whole thing like a psychology episode, but that is like, I think that is a fucking awesome, healthy thing for you to do to just be like, this time is about me right yeah, now. I like, you care. guys get your time <laughs> when I'm when I'm when those checks are clearing, right. yes, but now. Now you look out for uh, for number one. Um, I think it's starting to wind down. I think we're uh, the approach, okay, like, approaching the end of the beginning of the end. Nah, dude. Unemployment, maybe late September. I know we already discussed this, but we started uh, uh, with like early September. And now we're pushing it. Yeah, now it's gonna be like eh, 2018. We'll be fine. Well, we have a fun September coming up. Um, yeah, we do. Take a little trip. We're gonna we're gonna see some people. Uh, hopefully it's going to turn into a lot of fun content. I actually almost, I was looking at, uh, the Ticketmaster voucher things, you know, those when they, they settled some sort of lawsuit yeah, yeah, yeah. and they said like, you guys have all these vouchers and I'm sure, did you, did you have a million of them? I had zero of them, which was fucking, I was so upset because Cause when did that was, happen? That was like two years ago, right? Everybody was talking like, because they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And it was just like in people's accounts. And so everybody was just finding out. They were yeah. like, oh my God, I got like four free vouchers or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, I buy tickets all the time. Let me yeah. just see how many I have. Fucking zero. That happened to a lot of people I know who like, I think that, like, I think that Brian, who we go to concerts with all the time, um, one of the few people who spends more time and money at concerts than I do. And I think that he had none. And I was like, how the fuck does that I work? Know. I had 17 uh, pairs what? of free tickets. But the list they gave you, at first the list was kind of cool. but And people were like, ah, those are okay. Like I, I'm going to save them, though. And I'm, I'm not going to spend all these bullets. And then that list sold out. And then there was like never any more. Really? And yeah, there's. it's just been... They gave so us these vouchers, like and they're useless. So I checked on... So we got an email the other day that was like, all right, there's more concerts. So I looked it up, and one of the concerts was uh, Counting Crows and Matchbox 20 in Arizona. <laughs> and I seriously looked it up on Kayak. I was like, how, how much are flights to Arizona for that day? Because I could be like, Pete, pack your bags, babe. <laughs> go into Arizona, and then go see... That I would honestly rather fly to Arizona to see that show than I they would go, go to Mansfield. Yeah, I know. Because that show happened or is happening in Mansfield. And, and like anywhere else in New England, yes. I'd be like, yeah, maybe. Like I thought about driving to the Hartford venue. Yeah. But it's like pretty much the same. I think that actually, oh, I don't, there are some Hartford shows uh, with those vouchers, but I don't think the Counting Crows in Matchbox 21 is one of them. I would have been really, really excited to go to that show if it were anywhere else. But exactly. I get, I get fucking pissed, man, when there is a show there. I've missed out on Chris Stapleton twice because he's there. Really? And I'm like, I'm a big Chris Stapleton fan, and I never get to fucking see that guy. 
Yeah, man, that venue sucks so much. Do you remember when we place. were supposed to see Chris Stapleton together? No. He was at Lollapalooza. Oh, he was? Yeah, and uh, that was the day of the Cubs game. Oh, and that's a bummer. It was like a very passive-aggressive. I was like, guys, as long as we get back for Chris Stapleton... And Brian and I have been through enough of these things that we're comfortable telling each other, like, dude, you're not going to see dude, that person. Shut the fuck up. Right. Like, yeah, yeah like, enjoy it's the thing that's going to cause you to right. miss it because yeah. otherwise you're going to be gonna, pissed. You're going to, it's a lose lose because yes. you're not going to enjoy the thing that we're actually at because you're worried about going back to I thing. had so much fun at the Cubs game. Yeah. It was a, it was a, I like might have possibly blacked out Definitely a little bit. Definitely blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Like, One of my friends told me um, that if you black out once, it's just, it's like taking acid. Your body is just... Uh, Accustomed to it? Yeah, it's just like your body is now different forever, and it will now... Bla- it, it's now like a blackout body. Okay. I was like, well, that fucking makes sense, yeah, because makes I have like one beer, and I black <laughs> yeah, out and I fucking pull my wiener out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Chicago is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, but we, yeah, we were supposed to see Chris Stapleton, and that would have rocked, and we he was... He was probably the biggest one that I really, really wanted to see that we missed. But that game was so much fun. We got to see Wade Miley. We ran into two of my friends for know, some reason. Bizarre. Uh, also, uh, Matchbox 20, side note, they're releasing yourself or someone like you on vinyl. Yeah. Uh, shout out amazing. to our friend Jim, who was... It was the angriest I've ever fucking been at somebody. Uh, it Jim tends to do that. Yeah. Uh, like, I love, the, love him. Great guy. He... He's a great guy, but he but when he wants he digs to, in when he right yeah. like when he wants to hit you with he like a nice cynical really, like, punch he knows he'll, to, like really stab you like between the ribs yeah <laughs> I was like I was literally I was upset with Jim uh, so someone tweeted that out that they're releasing yourself or someone like you on vinyl so I was looking at the the tweet and I was like it's like an iconic cover it's the fucking uh, like pudgy guy yep. uh, so I quote tweeted with uh, fun fact that guy sued them uh, and then I Did he? I was like. I'm not positive if he sued them, but I remember that being a thing, or maybe it was a different band slash guy. Like, have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) And he responded with, I also just read the album's Wikipedia page. So I responded with, this sucks because now I I don't know if you're being serious or not. Like, if you're confirming that this happened, or if I should now read the Wikipedia page to confirm. But this whole tweet was about, I'm being lazy and not looking it up. I think that maybe this thing happened. And he, I forget what he said, but he was like really, he was getting me. Yeah. He, he gets snippy. I love you, Jim. <laughs> you, fuck you. <laughs> God. Um, another death, which is, God, this is a nowhere episode. near is. Well, the this I, well, entire I mean, episode is talking about death and psychology. Fuck, like, dude, once I fucking cracked open the door on shit that, <laughs> that I <laughs> go through and how it affects this podcast i was like this is just going to be a sad episode um chester bennington died killed himself hanged himself i uh i resisted lincoln park when they first came out and i totally came to love them they were a fucking awesome band yeah it's i feel like lincoln park is one of those bands where like you you don't want to like them like oh yeah you know that there's there's like a certain quality about Linkin Park that's like I don't know it feels like sort of douchey yeah but I also think it's just because like they were really popular when, when we were younger right so like there's a tendency to kind of like oh I've moved on from Linkin Park they're I'm above them now like I've graduated but their shit is aged but well it's, it's, it really has it's a lot of their music is really really good which Jim pointed out and he's totally right new metal in general didn't age well new metal at the time everybody was like new metal sucks yeah and they were going to new metal concerts i was going to new metal concerts and people were like hey uh what's your least favorite genre everyone's probably like new metal terrible I like don't know why, wh- why what's limp biscuit doing honestly <laughs> right. get them the fuck out of here but they were they were good and they were different enough that they were just fucking fun man like everyone obviously like hybrid theory is this iconic album there were some really good songs on uh, Meteora, oh, yeah. like Numb, mm-hmm. and uh, I. I'll, this is going to go on the playlist, but I think I think the song "Nobody's Listening" by Linkin Park is their best song. Wow, it's okay. so fucking good. Uh, 
Yeah, they had like those two albums are really good, uh, and then they just made a bunch of money on the Transformers movies for the rest of their career. Oh, did they? <laughs> I think they just made a song for like every Transformers movie, and they played it in every movie. I was driving home last night, and it was really late, and I just was too lazy. I hadn't changed the radio station, and you know what happens when uh, somebody dies? They play you, them. Well, when you have uh, sports radio on in the car and you never change the station and then you're driving around at 1.30 in the morning, you oh know what happens? God. You get the terrible national people. You get Pharrell yeah. on the bench. Yep. <laughs> and dude, he's fucking, he's telling you all about how you can say LeBron James this, LeBron James Michael Jordan. Dude, I watched Michael Jordan. LeBron <laughs> James is no Michael Jordan. <laughs> so I have Pharrell on the bench on and um, I wasn't paying attention, and then I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I'm hearing, he's interviewing somebody, and he has a guest, and you can tell that it's not like he's talking to some fucking guy from Bleacher Report. I'm like, oh, he's interviewing a celebrity, and I could tell from the speaking voice pretty much right away. I was like, this is an old interview with Pharrell and uh, Chester Bennington. Really? And so he's interviewing him about hybrid theory and it's like, it was the 15 year anniversary of hybrid theory, which you want to fucking feel old. And then it cuts back and he's like, and then, and now this is from something I did with him in 2013. And it's, I'm just, I'm feeling this Pharrell impression. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it and I can do it really well. Um, so they were playing all these different interviews with him, and I just kept fucking driving around listening to it because I was like, "Huh, this I would not have expected." Like clearly, for some reason, Pharrell and um, Chester Bennington have like and Chester Bennington like had like a friendship. Like whether they were actual friends or whether it was like an us and Lena thing, where yeah. it's like they just vibe well. And um, so I was listening to it, and then it came back, and he was like. I don't want to do an impression of it now because he's, it's like a serious thing. He was like, he was like, uh, yeah. He was like, that's Chester Bennington. Uh, I can't understand why he did that. And he it was, he was like legitimately, it was one of those things where he, like, he was angry at his friend. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck, man? Like, why did, why'd you do that to me? Why'd you do that to all these people? And I am very indifferent to Pharrell, other than that his voice is tough, and I, he for sure voted for Trump. Um, but I was like, this is just, like, magnificent radio. This is, like, like I'm, like, feeling this shit right now. It was, uh, it was the last thing I expected, but I kept driving around to listen to Scott Pharrell talk about his relationship with Chester Bennington, and I just... That that devolved yesterday into a big new metal argument on Twitter, which thank God you missed that because yeah. that sucked. It seems like a very bad thing to do in the wake of like a person's death. It's like now we get to argue about <laughs> <Right>. this thing. <laughs> Chester Bennington dead. Rank him. <laughs> um, but it was more like so that it came out that he died and everyone was like, fuck, like he's I hate that we're of that age, and I guess now suicide among celebrities is more prevalent that it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, people from your childhood, you don't need to be fucking 60 to have someone from your childhood die. Um, he was just 41, and Jim had sent that tweet. He was, he'd said, like, I was thinking recently about how well Linkin Park has aged, like, like rest in peace, Chester Bankton, whatever, like, respectful stuff. And I was like, huh, that's, that is a good point how well they've aged. So I was kind of going down this uh, new metal rabbit hole. And I tweeted, like, I wouldn't have thought this, but... Or, like, I wouldn't have thought this at the time, but I think that Linkin Park is actually, like, a top three new, be- new metal band. I was going to say of all time, but new metal was only, like... It only wanted to exist for six years, <laughs> like, max. So, um but I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I, in my opinion, um, System of a Down and Corn are the two biggies, and anything else is a distant third. But like Lincoln Park is probably number three. Like that's that's pretty big. Like they were, they obviously had a massive. They were just a huge crossover hit. You did not need to be into hard stuff right. to like. Same with System of a Down though, or Corn. But like those were bands that they were i feel like lincoln park was more accessible than definitely those two bands. definitely lincoln park was like shania twain they were just like or taylor swift is probably the better recent example regardless of what what your bread and butter is you can fuck with those guys so 
that turned into uh, this big argument or whatever. And I quickly, after I ranked those those top three, I followed it up with, and before you start, shut the fuck up about the Deftones. And as I was doing it, literally at the exact same time, our guy Tom uh, responded, Deftones? Question mark. And that turned into that turned into a text argument with Brian about Deftones and like how people need to fucking realize. Deftones have been good for a very long time. They were never fucking great. They had one kind of crossover smash hit, but for me, System of a Down, Toxicity, that was like the fucking Black Album. That was this like big, fucking, loud, huge, obnoxious, crazy melodic, crazy, like somehow accessible album. I think that the fucking height of that terrible, awful fucking genre is that album. And you can seriously go back, and I did. You can go back and listen to the Toxicity album. That shit still bangs. Just like the Black album still bangs. So that's our new metal talk. <laughs> In 2017. Do you have, do you, did you have any thoughts on that genre? Did you care about Corner? No, I kind of just avoided it. Like I say Linkin Park is more accessible because I... I did avoid it, yeah. and I still got into Linkin Park. So. I was fighting Linkin Park. When they first came out, and everyone's like, do you like Linkin Park? Oh, my God, they're so good. And they were, but I was just a fucking asshole. It was the same way I didn't like Backstreet Boys when I was that age. Of course, fucking Backstreet Boys were awesome. But um, they... Uh, because I was such... I was just like the dick who was like, I'm into the better version of that, you know? Like, yeah. I'm into Rage Against the Machine, so if you want a guy rapping over some loud music, you can listen to Zach De La Roca, you yeah. know? And no, like, that was just like... It's like saying, like, oh, I don't listen to... Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, like, I don't I don't like Nelly because I prefer... Uh, Jay-Z. Like, right, yeah, exactly, you know? Like, I'm, I'm above that. Like, just because one's more fun than the other doesn't mean that... That they're both, they're both not, not fucking good. dope, yeah. yeah. So it stinks. I remember I would, I my friends and I like we would learn like riffs on guitar. We'd learn a bass line, then we'd like rush to show it to each other. Remember one one time, one of my friends was like, "Hey, I figured out how to play uh, what song was it? Uh, crawling." Yeah, he's like, "I learned how to play crawling," and like he sets up his bass, he plugs it in. And then he just like puts his hand over the strings to mute everything so he's not playing anything. And he's like, all right. Without a sense of confidence, I'm convinced that it's just too much pressure to take. <laughs> it was like the funniest joke in the world. Awesome. I thought it was so fucking funny. And we were just like fucking, they were such a quotable, because Mike Shinoda always had those little like fucking lines, you know, like, I hate my rhymes, I hate everyone else's more. Yep. <laughs> he had those. He had all those fucking like dumb little lines, yeah, like punchy lines, right? Exactly. And I remember, like when they first came out, everyone was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" Because you got the rappy guy, you got the yelly guy, and it was it uh, was it was very different and unique. Yeah. And, I mean, like they were they were good. And when and his Chester voice saying it was beautiful. Yeah, like, what and he his voice saying, was great. Yeah, he had an awesome. I mean. He's a guy. I know that uh, Dave Grohl. You know that he chews. He chews gum because he screams so much that he just dries his mouth out, and oh, really? he thinks he's gonna like make himself throw up. So, if anybody has a voice like that, it's Chester Bennington because right. he used to like. You could hear shit bleeding in his. Uh, you could hear like no, internal crazy. bleeding when he would scream. He had like a very angry singing singing voice, and it was awesome. Yeah, he was. Oh man. It really does fucking stink. Uh, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the Saw movies? I did. He was in Saw Two Hundred. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. I, I don't think I watched that far. Like I watched like the first, probably like four, and mm. then I was like, "Yeah, I'm out on this." He wakes up in a car. Uh, his back is glued to the seat of the car. Jesus. Uh, and it turns on. It says, "I forget what his name is." Fuck. I wish I, I'm gonna look up what his name was um because i need to know w- how it starts but I, I as long as i have the name i can do you can the rest of it word. uh fuck let's see well his imdb page can't be long it's surprisingly long uh, uh evan he played a character named evan turns on it was saw 3d the final chapter what a fucking butt that whole series was uh it starts it goes uh, Evan, you and your friends. So I can do the rare mono. I can do the fucking Scott Farrell. You're not getting Jigsaw, apparently. Yeah. But it's like, Evan, 
you and your friends are racist. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Which, like, nowadays, it's like, just kind of like, put yeah, anyone so in the everybody car. Else. Right? It's <laughs> like, oh, how come you, way to fucking pick on me, asshole. <laughs> Donald Trump. Right, do you know my fucking racist. parents? Like, <laughs> God. Um, with me not being me, one, because a lot of people are fucking racist. But it's like, you and your friends are racist. You uh, judge people for their skin. Now, like, how much of yours are you willing to lose to keep your friends alive? And, like, everyone in the trap was like, eh, I feel like that was kind of a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) Not your best. And uh, he has to pull his back off uh, in order to reach a lever on the car and pull it. And if he doesn't, uh, it will set off a chain of deadly events. He... If he doesn't, the car is going to. Uh, it's uh, it's up on jacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna fall, and he will. The car will fall onto his girlfriend's face. Yeah. Uh, drive forward into a wall where one of his friends is, is like chained, chained up, pulling another one of his friend whose face is chained oh, to God. the back of the car. Jesus. So. Uh, not fun times. Nope. Doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. Girl's face gets smashed. Oh. They all die, but it's okay because they were racist. <laughs> Which, it's very fucked up that I was like, dude, fuck a racist person. Like, punch him in the face, you know, like, punch a Nazi, all that shit. I like, I need to know specifically what they did that's to, causing this sort like of torture. It's hard to fall on somebody's face. Right, like, obviously, in, yeah. any racism, I've got fucking no use for you. But it's like, were they quoting were they a like, rap song the wrong way? <laughs> or were they, like, the leaders of the Ku Klux Klan? Right, exactly. Like, I don't... They didn't... It's. I don't think it was specific enough if memory serves. Like, I don't think he says they were actively doing things. I don't know. Maybe they, they might have had, like, tattoos that suggested it was, like, like Uncle Jack and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Those guys... I think all the time about how much I hate Uncle Jack and his crew. That all a, those guys existed. Oh, yeah. They had fucking... Those tattoos they had were just out in the open. Yeah. Like, how are you going to... How are you going to, like, succeed in society yeah. with those tattoos? And they did. So, like, nobody addressed it. Nobody was like, that guy seems like a crazy racist Do person. those guys get, like, girlfriends and stuff? <laughs> I don't like, know. How does that play on a date? I don't know. I mean... It had to, because Todd was what? His nephew? Yeah. So maybe he didn't have kids. I don't know. Who knows? Well, Todd was... Todd didn't have the tattoos right. or he anything. he was just a weirdo. And, and like, well, Todd was such a sociopath yeah. that there's... I don't, It's weird that like I don't associate Todd with the white supremacist group. You know, like, like name the white He's supremacist. A weirdo. You'd say, like, Jack, his friend that's yeah. in that movie Wild, which is good, um, and a bunch of other people that died. But... Yeah, like, Todd was just all about killing any person he could. Todd was, like, what you accused Baron Trump of being. He just, like, he killed animals, and he fucked uh, shit up. Um, The, uh, I guess we have some shit to look forward to, because Girls Trip came out yesterday, and neither of us had time to see it. I know. That's for sure Monday's episode. That's going to be a big, a big uh, Girls Trip episode on Monday. Oh, yeah, and I'm also going to finish... um friends from college so we can talk about that i would love if we could nail down a uh guest from friends from college because it got so much shit and really it it was good and this goes into the whole fucking we've been shitting on the ringer too much but we're just gonna shit on the ringer once more the whole thing of like everyone saying the same thing so let's fucking reword it it and write ourselves in circles twitter mentality i feel like yeah ruined that for everybody because as soon as one respected person says something about something yeah everybody has to fucking follow in the footsteps in fear that that like somebody will accuse them that they're they don't know what they're talking about because one smart person didn't like it yeah and i'm not a big keegan michael key guy um we'll talk about this i thought that i'm not a big i'm not a big fan of his either like yeah. I find him annoying a lot of the time. Oh yeah, he is. He's very annoying. Yeah. Like that, but that's his that's his like thing. He, yeah, right. Like he was never more annoying than he was in um Don't, don't Think Twice. Don't think twice. Yeah. He was fucking annoying. And he was movie. like a he was a fucking dick. He yeah. was a sellout. He was he was the he was the dick that I am, that which is uh like the oh, I'm sorry, I I I really don't want to be an asshole. I don't want to do the wrong thing here. And it's like, well, you well you're you're, you're saying give yeah. me an excuse like please, why why won't you let me be an asshole and do the wrong thing? You right. know, like he 
fucking he sells out completely, fucks his friends over, and yeah, fuck you, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, uh, but he's he's so I've only watched two episodes, but it seems like he's kind of rivalry rivaling that character in this series well he's a tortured soul in yeah. that series for sure the, everybody's a tortured yeah. soul in that series really so, the only one who has their fucking head straight on head on straight is uh well billy eichner's character and hilarious. uh kobe hilarious, smolders hilarious that that billy eichner is the most even tempered person in that series like to the point where he's subdued to like a flaw yeah like, it's a flawed part of his personality he's like uh, in like one of the first episodes, he's like, "They say I'm too rigid." Yeah, it's well, it's totally believable, and he, you'll see this more as the show goes on. It's totally believable that he and Fred Savage's character would date they're and gay, would right? have, yeah, yeah, okay. they're they're a couple uh, that they would have like a very healthy relationship and that they would balance each other yeah. out well. Yin and yang. But as fucking happens, and it unfortunately happens with me and my college friends, like when you all get together. You just fucking access this shit yeah. that you shouldn't be accessing you're like, at your you're like age. A very different person than the person like that you are in your relationship. Yeah, and when the other side sees that, they're like, "What the fuck?" Right, is going and on it's here? and it's like drugs though, because like when, once you get back to that, like ah, like we're being clicky, 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 and like yeah. we're doing our own thing. It's tough to turn it off. I know, and like you just want to keep fucking feeding into it. So I watched that. Show. I identified with a lot of that show, and I think that everyone's fucking review is like. When is it okay to make characters unlikable? Uh, when you're trying to make something that's maybe a little authentic, relatable. Yeah, yeah seriously. I, I completely. Even if, even if you haven't been through the exact same things as these people, seeing like you know a, people that seeing have somebody you, on screen that like is like they're probably a good person, but they're just like do, dealing with some fucked up shit. Totally right. That's a. It doesn't mean like it's a bad show, right? It just means that maybe you can't watch this and like turn off life. Honestly, you know what it's like. It's like, hey, so how was that Hitler documentary? Terrible. I hated it. It was, was about was Hitler. Guy. He killed people. It's the like, main well, character sucked. Right. <laughs> they had a he had a very unlikable character, <laughs> and that is our new segment called comparing Keegan Michael Key to Hitler. <laughs> 